iHeart Communities, thank you so much for listening. We're so happy to have him back, the president and CEO of Nutmeg Big Brothers Big Sisters. Andy Fleischman. Andy, hello. Good morning or good afternoon, depending on when this airs. <laughs> Just good everything. Hello. <laughs> hello. Andy, it is great to have you. And I think no one is fooled. This show is pre-taped, so we're good there. We're covered. Um, but in any event, Andy, uh, thank you for coming on. And thanks again to you and all of your uh, bigs and littles of Nutmeg Big Brothers and Big Sisters for all that you're doing as we're just coming off mentoring month now into Black History Month and also just continued mentoring, right? Because you always could use people to help and volunteer to kind of give kids a little bit of comfort and maybe structure during these times, right? Absolutely. We're here, uh, you know, 365 days a year and, um, and did not take any time off during the pandemic. So we'd like people to know that, uh, if you feel like you want to get involved as a volunteer, if you feel like you know a child who could use the support, uh, our program is ongoing. It is ongoing. And if people want to visit online, they can go to nbbbs.org. So you're taking Nutmeg Big Brothers Big Sisters, right? nbbbs.org to get all of the information. But I really want to get down to um, we are celebrating Black History Month. And you have always said there is a need for men, especially men of color, to volunteer their services, their times for mentoring. So maybe let's just dive right into that. What do you expect or what is expected of a mentor? So the core expectation is that you're ready to be there for a child. Um, during the pandemic, we've asked folks to square away one time per week, you know, in the evening or on the weekend, uh, where you've got sort of a standing appointment to have a FaceTime call or a, a Zoom meeting or some kind of a get-together virtually during the pandemic and hopefully in person when it's done um, with a uh, a little brother or little sister. So that, that's the core of it, is being ready to make that commitment. I mean, you have to be over 21 years of age, um, and you have to have a, you know, a, a, a clean enough record that if there's a criminal background check, we don't find that there was some past offense uh, relating to bad things happening to children that we have to worry about. But aside from that, you know, we don't care if you have a, uh, a doctorate from MIT or you, know, uh, you graduated middle school and stopped after that. The, the most critical factor is uh, how ready you are to, to show a child the attention and focus that, that they may need, just given other challenges that they're facing. And Andy, with this pandemic and the way that you all have had to adjust how you're doing things, is it is it you know, obviously the same procedure if people want to apply, you know, they'll go online, fill out forms. And obviously there's some some questions, there's some vetting to do because we want to make sure the right person gets put with the right child. But, you know, how are you able to connect um, the bigs and littles, if you will, during this pandemic? That's a really good question. So, um, you know, our staff, along with our volunteers and our families, have pivoted to the online world, uh, much the way that uh, most of the working world has had to do over the last year. So um, whereas uh, in the past, if you had sort of gone to our website and, and clicked on the, on the button that allows you to sign up as a volunteer or to enroll a child, you would have gotten a phone call and then a, an in-person meeting with one of our enrollment coordinators to interview you. Now uh, you'll get outreach to set up a Zoom interview. Um, and then, uh, you know, so let's say, Renee, that you decide to become a big sister and you've been interviewed and background checked. And, of course, you did beautifully and you go through our pre-match training, which is 
about a couple hours to sort of walk you through what's involved with being a big sister. Um, at the point that we're matching you, we would give you a, a description of the child we're looking to match you with. We would give the child and, and uh, her parent or guardian a description of you, assuming that you both say, wow, this looks great. Um, we would have a match meeting for the two of you, and plus a staff member and, and a parent or guardian present online. And um, our staff are really great, and they've figured out games and, um, and things for you to do to sort of get to know each other and not have it be too awkward as you're having your, your first get-together online. Um, and after you've sort of gone through what's involved with the program, then you guys are doing virtually what you would normally do in person, which is saying, okay, so when is it we're next going to get together and what would you like to do? And you'll plan out your next few get-togethers together, and then you're off and running with support from our staff. We don't just say, good luck to you, you're on your own. Our, our, our professional staff check in with you monthly make sure everything's going well with you and your little brother, little sister. Well, yeah, and I can definitely say that for a fact because, you know, you there's there's activities, you help, you know, find things for people. I know you get a lot of outreach from, you know, the media or organizations and groups with tickets and things like that when we could go places, right? Um, so there's always, there's just a plethora of things to do. But I also like, and one thing I do want to stress is that, people don't really have to even make it that complicated because a lot of times what, what some of these kids are looking for is just someone to show up and listen, right? Whether it's, you know, maybe a picnic or, you know, just going to a movie or playing some basketball or just sitting in a park talking. I know obviously we're, we're in the pandemic and it has to be a little bit different right now, but it, it can be as much or as little as one wants. It just, I'm trying to, I, I hope I'm getting my point across that it doesn't have to be complicated, Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think most of your listeners know, uh, because um, if someone doesn't have children of their own, they probably have nieces, nephews, uh, kids of friends. You know, if, if, if you just watch kids and how they operate, um, there are lots of things they like to do, some of which you may not understand deeply, right, if they're into some video game that you've never played. Uh, you can tell they're screaming and yelling and loving it. <laughs> but, but regardless of what their preferred activities are, there comes a time when they want to share and be affirmed. I mean, it's sort of an, a human need that everyone has. It's maybe a little more transparent with kids, but all of us have that desire to be able to share what we're up to and feel like we get support, we get validation. Um, and that's what, that's what most kids want. And so, as to your point, um, look, we get people free uh, passes to, like, Mount Southington, and we get folks when the weather's better and um, the pandemic allows, we get people tickets to sporting events and movies and other things. But uh, all that stuff is icing on the cake. Uh, and the cake itself is that quality time. Aww. Well, I'm really glad you, you joined us again. And again, I know I, I, we did touch on Black History Month at the top of this, but there really is a need for for men and women of color to, to volunteer and apply just because every child wants to talk to somebody who looks like them, right, and who understands. So um, is there anything specific you'd like to share about that? Well, I, I guess what I'd like to convey is that we try and meet the needs of children and families. And so we will ask, at the point of enrollment of a parent, guardian, and child, you know, do you have any clear notions in mind of what you do or don't want in a mentor? And, um, you know, most of our, uh, of our participants, volunteers and kids, are very open-minded, and they say, you know, someone who cares, um, who, you know, and that's, that's about it. But um, sometimes we will have 
uh, a family that's black will, where a mom will say, look, I'd like my son to have a strong black male as a role model if, if you have someone available. Um, and we try and honor those types of requests. Um, you know, we have uh, a young man named Elijah who's matched with big brother Donovan Williams for over five years now, nearly six. And uh, they're, they're both black, and, they, and, and it means that when Elijah is facing certain challenges in Donovan, he has someone who's been there and who really knows how to deal with it. Now, I don't want to act like, you know, all of our matches are people from the same racial and ethnic background, because that's not the case. A very close friend of mine signed up for the program and was matched with a, a, a young man who had recently arrived from Haiti. And he was a little nervous, and he said to me, you know, I don't really know that much about the immigrant experience or the black experience. Am I really qualified for this? And my response was, Dave, uh, are you ready to show some time and and give some caring and attention to this young man? And he said, yeah. I said, then you've got what it takes. (laughs) Then you have what it takes. Well, they were a great match because Dave is a great human being who is very empathetic. Um, But but it can be helpful in a lot of circumstances if there is shared experience and commonality of of culture and background. Um, And so for us to have more volunteers who are black, West Indian, uh, Puerto Rican is very helpful. Absolutely, because we need everybody to um, have a diversity of thought and thought in diversity to to make our world a better place. And I think, you know, you guys do a great job at that, at least building that foundation of love, kindness and caring and compassion. So I always appreciate your visits. Andy Fleischman, who is the president and CEO of Nutmeg Big Brothers Big Sisters. For more information, you can visit mbbs.org. Thanks again for being here. Thank you, Renee. Hey, one last thing I wanted to mention as you were talking about diversity of thought and views. Um, I've been reading that, unfortunately, a sister organization, True Colors, which has focused on mentoring for LGBTQ uh, kids, um, is, is running into some difficulties and may not be able to reach as many kids. We are a completely open, affirming organization, uh, including whatever wherever someone is uh, in terms of uh, sexual orientation. So um, I, I feel terrible about what's going on with True Colors, but just want to make clear that if, if you're an adult who's gay, if, if you're looking at a child who um, maybe is trying to figure out where they are sexually, we're open to everyone. We are affirming of everyone. Um, and so if you had been thinking to turn to True Colors and are now wondering where you can go, we do welcome you uh, if you need us. I had, you know what, I didn't know, and I'm so glad you brought that to my attention, and thank you, and I'll make sure uh, I post links and and make sure to reach out as well. So thank you, thank you, Andy, so much again for your information and your time today. Thank you, Renee. Have have a great uh, weekend, and uh, stay safe and well.